Hey, what's up? This is your host, Kat Jones. Today is April 13th, 2020. I don't really believe in autothelioma, and this is Queer All Year. Hey, what's up? I am Kat, and I am joined, as always, by my bro and sound producer and co-host, Mick G. Say what you will about national socialism, but at least it's an ethos. I agree. <laughs> uh, oh, I love that movie. Uh, guys, did you don't know? take that out of context in case <laughs> you There are like at least it. three members of this family that are ordained priests in that religion. So Yeah, that's true. Dudism. You want to talk about audiothelioma? About. Might as well. That's, uh, I hear Trump's all about that. Yeah, let's see. Uh, it is cancer caused by the noise generated by windmills. This aggressive form of cancer was recently discovered by Dr. Donald J. Trump. What? Symptoms include orange what hair, thin or orange skin, thin hair, small hands, a fear uh. of brown people, and small inclines. <laughs> oh, it's not a real thing. Okay, all right. <laughs> well, I mean, audiothelioma, I think people do think it's real, but... But yeah, it's yeah, not obviously actually this is okay, making fun right, of Trump. Okay. <laughs> See, no, they, they said this... they said you can't joke about cancer. That was a pretty good joke about cancer. You can't joke about real cancer. Yeah. But you can probably still... joke about audiothelioma. I think that was a pretty uh, good one. The noise generated by windmills. <laughs> like what? I know it's they have said Trump that like claimed that on one of his apparently speeches. animals can hear noise generated by windmills yeah and i don't know if that's fake news or not but apparently no they can i've heard hear that it. It, it's uh what do you call that sub oh yeah sub i don't know subsonic <laughs> yeah something like that i mean animals can hear stuff i should know that... i'm the audio guy those words just went in my brain and then out yeah well because they don't they're not real <laughs> <laughs> they might be real. none of them are real nothing's real what's real Nothing's real anymore. Let's get I'm, real. I'm t- yes, let's get real. <laughs> let's get real. Ugh. McGee, do you know what a zap is? Mm-mm. What? No. A like zap. Zap Brannigan? Uh, probably, I guess. Zap yeah. Brannigan. Zap. A zap is a public political demonstration aimed to embarrass a high-profile person while furthering the cause of gay rights. And I have not Whoa. seen... The word zap affiliated with anything other than gay rights. So it's not like you can zap in, you know, for like. Is this a derogatory term? No, this is a term that um, was invented in 1970 by the Gay Activists Alliance or GAA. And so uh, they were created in response to um, the Stonewall riots and um, really ramped up after the snake pit raid which we talked about when diego vinales uh jumped out of the police station window and was impaled on the oh the my fence. god i forgot about that Jesus yeah Louise. All right. yeah so um the gaa broke off from the gay liberation front uh which was formed in the aftermath of the stonewall riots as well but it was created to be highly political extremely leftist and like almost violently provocative um, the name was meant to evoke thoughts of like other liberation movements like the Algerian and Vietnamese liberation fronts, which are like, you know, kind of strike fear into people or something like that. Um, and so the, the GAA wanted to be neutral 
and focused specifically on queer rights, whereas, like, the um, Gay Liberation Front had a whole bunch of different, like, they joined in with the Black Panthers and um, all sorts of things. So they just wanted, like, civil rights, basically, um, but kind of more focusing on, like, you know, the Gay Liberation Front. But the um, the Gay Activist Alliance wanted to be neutral and only focus on queer rights, and they wanted to work within politics rather than against it. Um, so it, um, so they created and popularized the zap after Stonewall. And, um, I think I've said before that you need, like, I think you need like a balance, like, you know, when they say balance in the force, it's like, no, you can't just get rid of the dark side because then that's not balance. That's like all one thing. So you need... You need a gay activist alliance working inside politics, and then you need a gay liberation front working outside against politics. You know, like if like I feel like every movement needs the Malcolm X and Martin Luther King thing. You're probably you know? right. That's just. But they my also theory. need for them to not get assassinated. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think you. I think you just if you're gonna if you're gonna stand up and stuff, you gotta accept that. You're probably going to get assassinated, and it's probably oh, going to yeah, be I'm not the CIA. Saying that they uh, should have, you know, just been scared mm-hmm. and ran away, but um, yeah, yeah, CIA, CIA, C- we'll come CIA definitely killed Martin Luther King, but uh, yeah, his his son like went to the was and a part of trying to get appeals for James Earl Ray or whatever because mm-hmm. he knew that or he believed him that he didn't do it. And, yeah, uh, or all... if he did do it, he was like you know a pawn, right? You know? Well, he, and then he yeah, just but was he like, didn't Wait, actually I don't want to be in jail forever. shoot him. He like was he said he was part of a group or something. Yeah, well, and like we found we got all those um, documents about like was it... Hoover wasn't alive at the time. Who the heck was it? Whoever was in charge at the time of all that stuff. Um, Wait, they were mean... all really afraid of Martin Luther King, and so they they were tapping his phone and following them and yeah, that following was, him and like that was J. Edgar Hoover. That was after Martin Luther King. Yeah, that's just I don't know. The yeah, whole that was I can't FBI I gotta talk about Hoover. Oh, I gotta talk about Hoover. Right, um, yeah, he's just the worst person ever. I like I was watching some show where it's like a spy thing. I don't know. But they're talking mm-hmm. about um like how distinguished it would be to be meet uh, Mr. Hoover, you know, or Director Hoover uh-huh. or whatever they call him. But it was like contemporary, so they didn't really, you know, it was in yeah. that time. So they didn't know what yeah, we know now. Yeah, I just, that's the one thing, like, there, you know, there are, like, big topics that, you know, are going to be really big and, like, hard, ha- not hard to talk about, but just a lot of research and stuff. Hoover, I am not looking forward to. I'm not looking forward to Hoover or um, Ike. Yeah, because uh, those two are big and complex. And I don't know about Nixon. Is Nixon in the mix? I'm gonna throw in some Nixon, probably. I mean, he There's was there. there. He did quite a bit. He was there. <laughs> <laughs> he, I mean, he existed. He probably did some stuff. Yay! Little, I get to do that. He's a little busy destroying Cambodia and Laos and Vietnam. See, <laughs> but he did. Nixon uh, didn't do anything that every other president hasn't done you know i yeah i honestly feel and i'm gonna get kicked in the butt mom is gonna text me about this but i really feel like nixon could have been a good president if he had 
not had those tapes and if he had been given the chance. I don't know. Yeah. That's just the monster. That's Kat's problematic, not fave, but Kat's problematic statement <laughs> of the day. Anyway, so the first zap <laughs> was at the 1970 <laughs> Metropolitan Opera opening, um, which New York Mayor John Lindsay was attending with his wife. John Lindsay. The opening sh- John, I don't, I don't know. I don't even know who he is. Um, nope. Okay. He's the New York mayor at the time ah. in 1970. Okay. The opening show of the season was Romeo et Juliet. I'm sure I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. I'm sure it's Italian or some, some something, you know, some country that's already Maybe completely died Latin. from Corona. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so Lindsay had repeated, <laughs> repeatedly refused to speak on LGBT rights even after the Stonewall riots, which occurred on his watch. Mm. He refused to speak about it. He had refused to meet with the GAA, so they decided to meet with him. At the opera. So members of the GAA entered the opera wearing the traditional finery so that they'd blend in. And once the mayor arrived, they started shouting gay rights chants and booing him and stomping loudly and generally creating just a spectacle yeah. aimed at getting him to acknowledge gay rights and just being really, you know, embarrassing for him. <laughs> uh, you know, like you got you to gotta get to the point where, where you're like, I'm going to embarrass myself because it's going to embarrass him more, you know. Yeah. Like I've been there sometimes, and that's that's kind of a fun place to be. It's just like turn off your brain and yell at this person. Oh and so, <laughs> Zaps continued to target him so often that he finally signed an executive order in 1972 to ban city agencies from employment discrimination based on sexual orientation. Holy and cow. so that took two years of Zaps. The <laughs> Two years of just, like, standing outside his office, banging stuff, handing out pamphlets, like, uh, just, you know, screaming at him everywhere he went. Like, two years of that. He was pretty resilient. So it could work. Uh, yeah. Let's just, why, are, why aren't more of these happening? I think they still kind of are happening. They're just not as often. I think probably they're called flash mobs now. I don't know. We should have, like, a social distancing flash mob. <laughs> Have someone deliver like a ton of laptops to uh, the mayor's office and turn them on. We'll oh, I was zoom. thinking we just like show up somewhere with like six feet oh, oh, wide, yeah, something yeah, yeah. or other. Then we just I don't even know what we would flash mob just like just because it'd be hilarious. Um, yeah. That would be so cool. other other notable zaps include Tom Higgins pieing Anita Bryant in the face <laughs> on public television, which was wonderful. I can't wait to talk about that. Uh, they protested and handed out pamphlets outside Barney's Beanery, which, did I talk about that on this feed or on the Patreon? Well, I don't remember. You did talk about it. Um, I can't. Yeah, yeah, right? It was the one, it had a sign that said uh, F words not allowed or something. Um, and uh, they took it down, but then they put it back up and now it's like ironic because it's it's ironic because it's iconic and so people are okay with it now, I think. Huh. Um but, uh, yeah, so they, they protested outside of there. Um, and then the um, the famous act, act Up die-in on Wall Street that I talked about, oh, yeah. where they all, you know, where you go and you all get together and then all of a sudden you just die. Just like hundreds of people lying on the streets and sidewalks and stuff, you know. So that was a zap. Oh my god! Can you imagine well. if someone just like walked out of a building like when that had happened? <laughs> You're like, oh my I'm god! Really, I mean, the point is to be horrifying, you know? Like, yeah. All of a sudden, 
<laughs> Although I think I think really um, PETA does it most now. I, I know PETA does them and uh, like uh, animal rights activists and um, yeah. Don't give if you need to uh, uh, if for any reason you have to give up your pet, do not give it up to PETA. No. They will, they'll be like, oh, give us your pets if, if you can't take care of them. And then they kill them and turn them into dog food. And I'm not joking. What the? So. What? Um, don't do it. Uh, Pete oh. is a terrible organization and I'm going to say it on air. I already knew don't that, but Jesus, sponsor I didn't us. know they were grinding up dogs. Yeah, if you give up your, your pet to PETA, they will kill it because they believe that animals should have rights to the point that they should not be allowed to be pets because pets are slaves. And you can't own an animal, man. So, you can't, like, but why own an animal, man. But why do they kill it? Because it's better off dead than as a pet. Oh. Literally. That's, that's their Then why would you give it to ethos. them? Because they don't... They don't like publicize that. Oh, okay. You know, it's just people like me who rant on podcasts that no one listens to. You know, <laughs> just screaming like PETA is a terrible organization. I don't like any celebrities who show up with a panda on the back of a magazine advertising PETA. Like, well, they don't know anything. You're saying there's got to be the the radical side to the peaceful side of a argument. But what the heck is the piece? What what sides are these arguments? I mean, for animal rights, I guess. I mean, like animal rights, like yeah, it should be a felony if you leave your dog tied up for like five days with no water. But um, right. But like you got Peta who is doing um drastic um like um almost like terrorist type stuff and uh. It, it's like bargaining. Like, you're not going to get what they want, but maybe we can get what we actually want because that's reasonable. Want? Um, what do we want that's, like, equivalent to, like, PETA? Nothing equivalent to Because you got to be working toward the same end, right? Because Martin Luther King and Malcolm X are working toward the same end. The, I'm not working toward the same end as PETA. I don't know who's working of, toward the same end. The end of abuse of animals. That's their claimed thing. They Their mission statement is that all animals should have a life free from fear. I think that's about it. Like fear and I... pain. And so, um, like, we could, um, you know, draw the line of dogs and have, uh, you know, chickens not be in those giant pens and uh, maybe have cows have some more room. Yeah, I'm just not, like, leaning toward the animals are better off dead than pets no they, i'm not at all endorsing that i'm just i'm just saying they're the radical side of the equation i guess i'll have to figure out what the other side of the equation is yeah did we already talk I about guess just being um, nice to animals i don't know did we do the housekeeping yet that didn't happen right oh absolutely not okay <laughs> um wait so what is it about time to then should I do it? Yeah. Okay. All yeah, right. Unless you want to keep talking about pita. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> we can talk about pita bread. Yeah, that's okay. It's pretty good. <laughs> I'll take pita bread. Mm. If you'd like to like us, we'd like you a lot. Um, check us out. It's uh, Facebook as Queer All Year. We also have a group where there is discussions and much more. 
It's called the Queer All Year Mafia. Mafia. If you want to check us out on Twitter or Instagram, we are Queer All Year Pod. And if you want bonus episodes, ringtones, bloopers, and more, you can check us out at patreon.com slash queer all year. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, if you would like to subscribe and rate and review and tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your coworkers, um, tell your dog, <laughs> tell PETA. <laughs> Uh, just tell everyone about us because apparently word of mouth is how everyone, you know, decides to listen to things because people trust you. They don't trust, you know, us advertising on Facebook because then they're like, what is this? They trust you saying, yeah, no, it's a good thing that you should listen to. And, and we can't we're a good be trusted. thing that people should listen to. Oh, yeah. You're going the other way with what? that. <laughs> Where am I going? I said, and we can't be trusted. We but... can't be trusted. Don't trust us. <laughs> <laughs> don't well, don't trust a but, hoe but tell, or whatever that song is but go ahead and tell people to trust us just you yeah tell people to trust us you we can't be trusted to trust. tell people about it but we can be trusted with our podcast to be awesome and give yeah. you news every day and like that you either uh, want or don't and that unicorn stuff some of that yeah do we want to hear about the unicorn? I do. Unicorn has a good has some good advice today. What is it? I mean, the, uni- the unicorn always has good advice, but it has some especially good advice today. Okay. So today, the unicorn's advice is: try this. For every negative thought you think today, think of three positive ones. That sounds so exhausting. <laughs> yeah. So don't think negative thoughts. Yeah. There you and go. technically, that's kind of like a thing that you're just supposed to do. That's what my therapist tells me to do and i'm like Mm. i don't even know when i'm having a negative thought it's just a thought (laughs) so uh so i guess yeah so you got to be aware of what you're thinking at all times yeah which is not something i I guess i guess and then i get thinking about turtles or something (laughs) someone what was the podcast i was listening okay so there is (laughs) there's a podcast about florida man and it's called florida men on florida man and everyone should listen to it but they were talking about the ninja turtles and they were like how come no one talks about how this rat before it even mutated or anything stood up and started doing karate after looking at its at its owner and i'm like that's exactly what i said i was right (laughs) Yeah, that is weird how it had skills already. Yeah, like what, what, the, so that part makes no sense. Like, I get them. I, I get the slime mutation, whatever. I mean, like, is there no before that ever told? And wh- what I is this? Is think this so. is this canon? Like, I didn't know that there was a whole Ninja Turtles world. This is. I mean, it's a TV show. Okay. It, I mean, it's yeah. They like pizza and stuff, but their their master, who is the rat learn karate from its owner uh when it was a regular rat oh so so it was just a a... really dope trainer he wasn't even (laughs) training him he was just like a karate master just like practicing and then the rat was like i can do that and and then the rat started doing it and and then I don't know if it got in the mutated slime or not or radioactive whatever but then it went on to train the ninja turtles so um that's good i guess yeah anyway i am i've been thinking about trying to do a different ending let's hear it because uh because i i I tend to not stick the dismount well and and uh the more podcasts i listen to the more i realize that everyone ends with i love you and even though we do love our listeners 
Um, I feel like we should be more unique. But I don't know unique what I should say. New York. Unique New the York. The arsonist has oddly shaped feet. Mm, I'm not sure about the arsonist. Like, uh, he keeps burning stuff down in Topeka, but uh, I don't know what his feet look like. Um, uh, I don't know. Help Listeners. your neighbor have a happy holiday. Yeah. <laughs> People say that every day. <laughs> I'll have more ideas for you and you'll have things you'll want to talk about I will too we can't end like Mr. Rogers or we'll get sued so um, that that was a good way to end it you should sing that too we can't sing Mr. Rogers or we'll get sued yeah (laughs) we're not famous enough to get sued by Mr. Rogers Uh, Mr. Rogers loves all of you and we would like to hear how you would like us to end the podcast. So, like Mr. Rogers, we like to hear your thoughts and feelings, and we want you to know that we currently still love you. (laughs) 